0: Hello podcast listeners, this is your one and only, Kova. I am so sorry I was not able to do any episodes in summer break, and even after summer break, it it's gotten a bit more harder for me to do it, and I'm trying my best, and I don't know if you can notice it, but my voice has just like... Gone a bit you could say stiff because like (laughs) I have a runny nose might sound very bad so I know you guys have been waiting for a long time and I'm so sorry I had you waiting I'm so sorry I had you waiting but here is your final piece of the fifth chapter so Let's get on with it. A man was walking down the street. He was bored. Just as he looked up, he saw a stash of papers being thrown out of the cross tower's window. He grabbed one and had a look at it. Well, well, well. Look at what we have here. I haven't seen such a challenge in years. This is gonna be fun. The man began to research a bit on Kilo and Zen. He ended up finding out which school they both went to. From there, he threatened the staff to give him more information on Kilo and Zen. He figured out where Zen lives, but not Kilo. But he figured that a werewolf is a better prize and harder than a were-dog. He would come back for Kilo. But luckily for him, Kilo and Zen were at the same place right now. But he didn't even know that. As he was about to leave the school, a staff member had gotten the guts to ask him. Who who are you? The guy looked back at the girl who had just asked him. He smiled at her. From this day forth, you shall know me as the best bounty hunter in the world. Craig he turned around and leaped towards the trees, leaving the staff members terrified. How could this have happened? Who did this? Andrew yelled. Kiel and Zen had been taken to Andrew. Everyone in the house was stressed out by the news. Andrew found out because the gardener, he was outside buying groceries. On his way back, he saw the poster and ran as fast as he could back home and informed Andrew. Sir, how are we gonna keep the both of them safe? Andrew was walking in circles, stressed out by the concern of both their safety. Kilo kept nervously looking around at everyone. There was a girl who looked like she was in her 30s. She had light brown hair and light brown eyes. The clothes she wore looked like she was in the military. Most of the maids were also in the study room. There was a man who looked like a butler. He stood beside the girl who looked like she just came back from the military. Sir, we knew a day would like this would arrive. We should stay with the idea we ha- had originally decided over, said the man that looked like a butler. Andrew looked over at the people standing in the room. Keeler and Zen were watching from the corner. The tension in the room was so strong, you could even see the military girl sweat. I don't think we can go with that option anymore, said Andrew. Think about it. We thought if someone finds out about Zen's identity, then we would keep him in the cabins. But that was seven years ago. Things have changed since then. People visit the cabins now. Some people even live there. We can't let him stay there. The others looked down. They had no idea what to do. Kilo's heart began to feel as if someone was slowly crushing it. Somehow, a bounty had been set on the both of them. And now everyone is aware that Zen is in fact a werewolf. No one is even sure if a bounty hunter is heading towards their house as they speak. And no one has a clue of where to keep them safe. The feeling of hopelessness falls on everyone in a room like a bomb landing on the ground. No one knew what to do. At that moment, it felt as if all hope had become lost. Just then, a miracle happened. An amazing and unbelievable idea surfaced on Kilo's brains. That's it! Kilo exclaimed. How could I not have thought of this before? Everyone took their eyes off the ground and looked at Kilo, who had a bright smile on his face. Kilo which stretched from ear to ear. Everyone was curious to what Kilo had in mind. What is it, Kilo? asked Andrew. I know the perfect place for Zen and me to stay. It's sort of far, but I assure you, no one will find us there. Kilo was so happy, he had just solved a way to keep the both of them safe. You do? Said Andrew. Where is it? Well, Keela hesitated. He never knew the address. He only knew how to get there. It sort of doesn't have an address. He began to fidget with his fingers. It's sort of somewhere deep in the south part of the forest. Andrew thought it over. Though it didn't sound like a good idea, To head off with knowing, uh, to head off without knowing the details. But how can he argue? Because it's the best idea they've gotten yet. He considered it and agreed. All right, let's do it," said Andrew. "If it's the forest you'll be heading to, I'll provide you with the survival needs." Zen's eyes, Zen's eyes widened. He looked up at Andrew. "You're not coming with?" he asked. Andrew looked over at him and smiled sadly no i can't he felt as if a rock of guilt was falling in his stomach i have to stay back and try to clear the problem from its roots but i I won't let the two of you travel alone like that oh no 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 you'll take sherry with you she'll protect you and keep the both of you safe zen nodded though he didn't like the idea of his dad staying home without Sherry to protect him. Okay, let's get moving and get you boys the things you need, said Andrew. Just then, everyone felt the ground beneath them shake. The whole house started to shake. It felt like an earthquake. Everyone ducked down in panic and covered their heads. One of Andrew's maids came running in. Master Andrew! Master Andrew! She yelled with fright. A a a man just broke into the house. He somehow managed to get past the... The guard's in front of the gate. He's here for young master and his friend, she said in between breaths. Kilo felt as if his heart was stuck in his throat. It hadn't even been 30 minutes and someone had already found them? How? How is that even possible? Thought Kilo. Buckets of sweat were dropping down Andrew's face. He was thinking the same thing. But Andrew took the course of action. He didn't let his fear of what was happening to distract him from what was most important at the moment. He turned around and looked at everyone in the room. Everyone listen up, he commanded. I know this is a very shocking moment for us, but don't forget our objective of this meeting is to protect these two. And to do that, I will need some time to prepare the voice for what dangers they face up ahead. So I ask you all to try your best and stall this man. Just stall him till the boys are far enough. Everyone in the room began to feel motivated and nod. Everyone but Andrew, Sherry, Zen, and Kilo stayed in the room. Andrew turned around and looked at Kilo and Zen. We don't have much time to lose. Come with me. Hurry! Without saying anything, Kilo and Zen followed Andrew out of the room into a different one. The room was the color brown, and it had all kinds of stuff hanging from its walls, like rope, chains, knives, bags, capes, etc. And so many more things you need for survival. It was as if the room, as if anyone was in in the room, they would think whoever lives there spends most of their time of their life hunting than living inside the house. Andrew ran over the sides of the room where all the bags were hanging and grabbed three bags, one for Kilo, one for Zen, and one for Sherry. He grabbed a cape for each and put it on the bed. He put some coins in a bag and a flashlight, some food and water, some knives, and a few of Zen's clothes for the both of them. And just in case for emergency, he gave them both smokes, smoke bombs, daggers, and some ropes. He tossed Kilo and Zen and Sherry their capes. Put them on! Quickly! Kilo and Zen wrapped their capes around themselves as fast as they could. The cape was colored black from top to bottom. There, to, from top to bottom. There was a huge boom! The ground began to shake furiously. They could hear screams of fighting and fear coming from downstairs. Dust from the roof sprinkled down and... and landed on top of Kilo's head, making its way to his nose, causing him to sneeze. Andrew began to worry as he passed the three of them their bags. He looked over at Sherry and said, Sherry, you take the boys to the back emergency exit. I'll go see if the others need help. Sherry nods, but she too didn't like the idea of leaving Andrew alone, especially now that he's going into the battlefield. Yes, sir, Sherry said with confidence. Andrew nods, feeling assured that his son will be left in good hands if anything happens to him. He turns around and begins running off, but stops to a halt. He turns around back, runs towards them, and hugs Zen. Stay safe, kiddo. I love you. It sounded like his voice was cracking up. Zen was taken by surprise, but didn't say anything, though he wanted to say something. However just wasn't able to. He felt as if a heavy rock had just been placed in his heart. Andrew closed his eyes hard and squeezed Zen a bit more, then let go. That was the last time Andrew hugged Zen. Andrew turned around and ran towards the stairs. Kilo felt a jab of guilt starting to form in his stomach. If only he had been a little smarter, thought Kilo. If only I knew they would trick me, if only I could have saved Zen in a different way, then maybe, then maybe I wouldn't have to see Andrew leave Zen like that. If I'd have done it differently, then the bounty would have never been on us. It's because of me that Zen transformed into his werewolf form. It was to save me. And now he's suffering with leaving his family just because of me on, both of you, Sherry said from behind them. She led Kilo and Zen downstairs to the back exit. The, backs, the back exit was the backyard. They ran downstairs. They ran down the back stairs. The house was shaking, making it hard to run. Little pieces of the wall and the roof were falling off. They could hear everyone's battle cries. Kilo's heart was pounding so fast and so loud that the only thing he could, he could hear was his heart. Beat. Heartbeat. Everything was happening so fast. Everything was happening so fast. He didn't know what to do or say. First, they were at school. Then, got Zen, then Zen got kidnapped. Kilo sort of saved him, but the kidnappers found out Zen was a werewolf. Then, everyone found out Zen was a werewolf. They were talking one minute. Then, the next, they were under attack. As they were about to leave, they heard a loud crash come from behind them. They all turned around and froze. Their hearts tightened, making it hard for all of them to breathe. Andrew was lying on the ground, unconscious, with blood pouring down his face. His face looked all bruised up, and there was blood coming out of one of his ears. There were broken plates and dishes surrounding him. Sir! Sherry yelled. Dad! Zen yelled right after. Shiri ran towards him and helped him. Zen was about to do the same when Kila grabbed his arm. Zen, no! We have to go! Shiri will take care of him! Zen looked at him with clouds of sadness in his eyes. No matter how much he wanted to deny it, Kila was right. They had to go. But he didn't want to leave his dad in the condition he was in. But He had to go. Young master, we must take leave, said Sherry. No! But young master, we must leave. No, you will stay here and make sure he's fine, interrupted Zen. But master Andrew gave me orders to. I don't care! He interrupted interrupted her again. You're going to stay here with him at all costs, and that's orders from me! Sherry hesitated, then nodded. Zen nodded back in agreement. Kilan Zen ran out the back door. Zen's backyard was connected to the outside forest. Kiel and Zen ran headfirst into uh, the forest. They were swallowed up by the thick trees surrounding them. Which way do we go now? said Zen between breaths. We head south. They both ran farther into the forest, leaving unconscious Andrew with Sherry and an angry bounty hunter in the hands of a bunch of random people. Kiel and had no idea what is waiting for them up ahead. This is where their adventure truly begins. Well, podcast listeners, this is the end, official end, not even part, the official end of chapter five. Dun dun dun! And guess what? Chapter six is called the Dragon's Cave. I hope you still are tuned in and listening. <laughs> Although I left you like that, I'm so sorry. I couldn't even tell you. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy, and I'll try my best to write more because I feel that i'm just running a bit slow for you guys but anyways thank you for listening and this is kova running back out goodbye